Yeah, I made seven million, didn't have to do a single fucking show. Shout out to my niggas up at Coca-Cola for the check that cut me at the Super Bowl. On my life moments is a Super Bowl. My nigga Dr. Dre, he got a Super Bowl. Last night, I was texting Jack Dorsey. That's the perks you get from being super dope. This is real life, ain't no act in it. All these rap niggas, they be Brad Pitt. Every little thing I do is mad different. Got my little cousin playing badminton. Gave my little bro a quick 50 piece. He got the whole motherfucking trap hit. And I've been stacking up all these assets. Can't be conducting any bad business. Like, whoa, hey, I keep that drip on me. My nigga, I'm big homie, homie. Hey, I can't ever slip homie. My mama might flip on me. Like, whoa, hey, drop top coupe in the motherfucking summer. I rest my case like, huh. Hey, I'ma live life to the fullest with every single breath I take. Like, huh. Let me tell you, nigga, something real quick. Huh. Hey, you asshole, you can suck my dick. Get cold every time that you touch my wrist. I'm the greatest nigga. Can't fuck with this. My niggas pull up in them Chevys and Beamers. We all young and rich. You can't check my demeanor. I just bought a Birkin for my Aunt Regina. I've been getting money since I was a senior. But last year, I made seven million. Didn't have to do a single fucking show. Shout out to my niggas up at Coca-Cola for the check that cut me at the Super Bowl. All my life moments is a Super Bowl. My nigga Dr. Dre, he got a Super Bowl. Last night, I was texting Jack Dorsey. That's the perks you get from being super dope. I be feeling like it's me against the world, but I can give a fuck who my opponent is. Niggas asking why I dropped the YBN. I had no other choices. We ain't own this shit. And all that janky shit, I'm not condoning it. With a couple niggas, I got a bone to pick. I'm on some movement shit, y'all on some moment shit. But I'll be here forever, y'all can go and quit. We had bad bitches in a new Bentley. Just read up from that new stimmy. My brother counting them blue Benjis. Only feel good with my crew with me. Like, whoa, they try to question my character. Young rich and black, they hate me in America. We some real niggas don't fit the... What up, what up? We're back for another episode of the Argon Brothers Podcast. Fellas, how you doing today? And my man, Keith Rose, we do today. Come on, man, I'm here, we do today. We back, episode, we rolling. Hey, man, glad to be in the building. Got me, you know, get a shout out to my little kids who won another game today. So, you know, it feel good to see the kids doing what they're supposed to do, you know. And, but it's light and it's, it's real chilly outside. Real chilly, real yeah. chilly. Nah, bro, it's frosty. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't chilly, it's chilly, bro. It's outside. chilly, though. I, re- I respect that you, uh, you, you're giving a shout out to your, to your young um, kids who won today. Uh, but you're not Coach K, bro. Right, at least you heard him, Jay. He was like, "Move your feet, move your feet." Hey, man, like, that's not coaching, dog. Hey, l- let me say this: that's not coaching. Listen. Call it what you want them. My kids listen to what I tell them to do. They move their feet. They but play good defense. Honestly. Look, I don't care if y'all give it. It's, it's, it's actually, hey. you're supposed to, like, the fundamentals are supposed to be expressed in practice. Hey, man. So you don't technically have to tell them to move First of feet. all, you don't get but an hour and 20 minutes. You only practice one day a week. Not like we practice three days a week. And we only of, had two practices. And you run a lot of drills, though, right? Yeah, but we only had two practices, bro. We got to do what we got to do. Huh? That's your excuse? Well, guess what? They listening. We, we, we getting dubs. We doing what we got to do. I'm going to continue okay, to do what man. I got to do. Don't we? All right. All right. Congratulations, man. Appreciate it. What's y'all record? 2-0, baby. 2-0. 2 Wow. Got six more to go. bound? Hey, man, we got six more to go. Now we got to take one game at a time. One game at a time. All right. As long as we do what we're supposed to do and they play, continue to play where they play. And, and actually, you know what? I like how they play because they play together. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Nobody getting mad because this person gets shots. They pass the ball to each other. They communicate. So they do what we ask them to do, and I, I, I appreciate that. Okay. Bro, I just asked one simple thing. That's it. I think you had going long-winded, man. Exactly. On and on and on about a, a, a childhood game. Right? Hey, man, it's all right. Yeah, I love the kids, man. Exactly. Hey, man, congratulations to you for being 2 all. God bless. Good night. <laughs> all right, folks. So let's start it up. Let's get through this lineup for today, man. We got a lot on the plate today. A lot of playoff games we need to talk about, but we got to get a recap of a college football playoff. The championship game that happened this past Monday between Alabama and Georgia. Um, you know, we watched it. We know what happened. Give me your thoughts. Give me your recap thoughts of the game, though. I'm start with you, D-Money. Uh, I think 
a fully loaded Alabama wins the game. Yeah. I think by looking at the game and looking how Georgia was fully loaded and they still struggled to be the team that, you know, and, and people say all the time where well, they got five stars on their side and four and five. It ain't about the five stars. It's, it's about can they come to play? Can they, can, they, can they play when the spotlight is on them? And I think uh, Alabama receiving core after Williams got hurt, which was, I think, the turning point in that game, they struggled a little bit. But I also think that Bill O'Brien, when he got in, the, when he got in the, uh, the red zone, his play calling was a little shaky. It was a little shaky in things they could have done better, I think, and, and he, didn't, yeah, he didn't accomplish that. Yeah. So, you know, the overall the game was a great game. I think Bryce, the pressure got to him a couple of times, but he still was able to make plays. He still was able to get the ball out to the receivers. They just dropped the they just dropped the ball. I think the defense did enough to where Bama still should have won the game. I think um, a couple of times the the secondary just didn't they was in position, but they just didn't make a play. Like on the wrong the long run that Dalvin Cook brother had, he went on a cutback. Number two was in the hole. But he, he just cut back on him. He, he overcommitted, and he cut back on him. And that was big. Yeah. That was big. He was in. He was there. He just let the dude cut back on him, and that was big. And they got a field goal block. And I, and I think a lot of the things that, that Alabama, they did great in the beginning, but then in the end, I think that it just, they just got tired. They got worn down. But like I said, if the other players that who was hurt was over there, I don't think those kind of things happen. Yeah. I just really don't. And, I mean, give it up to Kirby. You know, he won the championship. But I, I, they need to taper down their expectations. Yeah, you, you won in 40 <laughs> years. You know what I'm saying? You got one 40 years. And, 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 and you know, they, they have a good recruiting year this year. They got a lot of people um, coming in that, you know, four or five stars. But at the end of the day, Georgia won. I mean, I give it up to them. But I think I just feel like a fully loaded Alabama wins that game. Or even if Williams don't get hurt, I still think they win that game. Yeah, like I said, it, for me, I think it was the red zone. Like, if you get in the red zone five times, bro, and come away with what, three field goals, one touchdown, like, it, it's just not enough, right? I think if they score a touchdown, a couple of those red zone opportunities, bro, the game is over. Yeah. Because it changed the whole momentum. Like, now Jane, Georgia has to change their play calling because they're down by two scores, mm-hmm. right? It's not like a nip and tuck 6-9 game, 3-6, you know, so it changes the whole landscape of the game. And when Williams went down, it just put more pressure on those young players. Right, yeah, Bama recruits five-star players and they load it, but when that pressure is on in that national title game, but when they haven't had the the expectation to step up throughout the whole entire season, it's tough. Yeah, right, it, it's tough on them. Like Bowden is good when you got Michi and you got Williams. Bowden can eat, right? Because everything is all open. day, exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. You know, Brooks can eat when you got those other two dogs taking up all the opportunity, and right. all the defense. He can eat. Yep. Hall. Hasn't really played all year number 84. And now you expect for him to be the guy to come in and make big plays. It's tough. It is truly tough on a young kid like that in that big stage, bro. And, like, look, give give Georgia a lot of credit. Their defense put so much pressure on Bryce, bro. It was ridiculous. Like, he throwing off his back foot. Like it, and, it's, and then when you don't have receivers getting open, it makes it truly tough. Yeah, you might look at Bryce's stat line. He had, like, 300 yards. But it was a tough 300 yards. But, but, but I he do, wasn't back there just patting it like he yeah. was an SEC championship yeah. game and just throwing it all over the field. It was a it was a grind for Alabama. But, but I do was, get but I do give Bryce credit for this. Despite how much pressure they put on him, he still was able able to deliver the ball. He wasn't delivering like 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 he normally would. Yeah. But he was able to put it in places where them dudes should have caught the ball. 
And at the end of the day, no matter how we look at it, how much pressure, if you're a receiver, just catch the ball, bro. Yeah, I, just I, catch I, the ball. I expected Billingsley, number 19, to step up more. He's That's Jay boy I told him that. He's a, a, a veteran. Boy. I expected. But, but like I said, bro, when you got your two big – well, it is hard to replace 174 receptions in, a, in overnight. But guess what? It's hard. But you got to catch the ball. True. That but, part of football don't but, change. But Georgia defense is too good to have a cat just step up and think they can just, just dominate bro, their defense. they ain't got bro. nothing to do with their hand, bro. Yeah, it's true. I get it. You got to catch it, the but ball. It, but, but like I said, the injuries caught up to Alabama with Munch, Michi and, and Williams going down. And like I said, that when you get in that red zone, bro, Bill O'Brien, like nobody was open. Like nobody. Like, bro, you could have – Came up with better play design to get your people open, bro. Right, like it, it, it was, it was just bad play calling in the red zone that ultimately killed Alabama. Now, one big dude dropped. He had in his hand number eighty-one, the tight end. The tight end. He oh, dropped that. Yes, he dropped I mean, it. I mean, I guess, I guess I'll, I'll let you guys go back and forth. But um, it was tough, man. Before I, y'all had that, I'm gonna go ahead and load into my opinion now. You know, and then we can move on after so, that so gets out of stuff. Let everybody know you're an Alabama fan. Yeah, everybody, everybody knows that. I don't okay, know okay. anybody. For any new, new, any fan any base, new, any new any people, fan, any fan base, show. any fan base out here that does, that's not listen to us. JD is roll sure, tied all 37 day long. days, like, what, 39, 40 days ago, you should have heard me. Okay. You heard me predict we're going to win the SEC championship that day. So you heard, if you listen, you heard us. Um, But I'm going to tell you, to be honest with you. I said this to him yesterday, and I say it again. I've said it before. You don't want to take away from Georgia because when they saw that Williams was down, they did amp up the blisses. They did put up more pressure. But the ball, even off, even off Bryce's back foot, he was getting the ball to his receivers. He hit, he hit Hall on a long drag across the field, or yeah, it was a drag across the field. He came from the left, so he dragged across straight to the pylon. Hall catches that ball. He walks in the end zone. His Lato, 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 I think Lato, Lato, I think Lato, his last name. Um, uh, the tight end, he 81 in the end zone. And I just said, talk about it earlier, Ray, if he just catches and ducks down instead of trying to move, he doesn't, he doesn't get hit. He got, he caught the ball. He tried to turn. He was in the end zone already. He could have just caught it and got down. That's a touchdown. But he didn't do that. And they hit the ball out of his hands and, and the ball flew in the air. Ja'Cory dropped one. Um, Hall dropped a couple. Um, um, Billingsley. I think they had one. Uh, it was a catch over the over like on the in, on the first or second drive. We he hit Billingsley on. He steps outside the pocket, and when I say him being um Bryce Bryce Young gets outside the pocket, he hits Billingsley on the rope. Maybe he should have lobbed it, but uh, he hits Billingsley in his hands. Even though the guy was jumping at him, and it should have been pass interference. He hits Billingsley in the hand. Billsey drops the ball. It was another play with Billsey. It was a four yard. It was his first day. It was third and four. Billsey runs like an eight yard route, trips over his feet, trips over the feet of the defender, falls down. Should have just ran a six yard route because all it was is third and four. He hits it out and hits him right in the hands. He goes out of bounds. And we're first now we keep moving the ball and we, and we may score. I mean, to me, there was a lot of, and they kicked the figure that, that, off that drive. It was a lot of things. It's a lot of money. People like people like the car. We left a lot of money in the field. We should have put them away a lot earlier. Yep. Uh, we had opportunities to put them away. Um, my issue wasn't just with Georgia because I mean Georgia did what they had to do. It wasn't with the Bama players here and there. It's with the refs. They were so inconsistent in the secondary. Um, there were blatant pass interferences. Jackson for us, that was blatant. He grabbed him, took the guy down. It was smart. I ain't, I ain't a lot of oh, you. Oh, yeah, you can't let him score. Yeah, that was, that, that was easy. Because we ended up stopping in that drive. 
So, but there were there were penalties like I think the last interception, the uh, uh, thirty one basically rolled Slay with his hands all the way up the field, and, and Slate knocked it off, and he rolled up in the field, and then they caught the interception. The ball was going to Slate Bowden across. It was a, it was a um an in out yeah. in our route. He was, he was going he was going yeah. out in route. He was going out, and they didn't call it. So I mean, at some point, but they called that with with uh, with Kool Aid McKinney. When he rolled um, um, on Carl Pickens Jr. out of bounds. Like, which one is it? Like, which, what we doing? So, I know there's an ACC crew. Like, bro, why why bring a crew that doesn't understand how they play football in the SEC? It doesn't make sense. Like, was their eyes better? That doesn't make sense to me. Like, I, is there's no bias because you bring in an SEC crew that does an SEC championship game. Their eyes ain't going to be no better than anybody else's. So, I mean, it, it, it made no sense to me. If you can, like, even Hall... Hall, we had Hall on the go route straight. He beat that. He beat that corner easy. He's up the field. No, the corner comes through and starts pushing him. He rolls him out of bounds. They don't call it. They're like, "Oh, it's not catchable." What do you mean? It's like he can't catch it because he got his hands on him. That's when I. That's to me was my issue with the game because when we would do it, they called it. When they would do it, they didn't call it. Man, come on, call that. Call it both ways. That sounds like so a loser. Bro. Call it both ways, man. Call the game both ways. Sounds like so a loser, I dog. Mean, you want to feel how you want to feel. That's on you. <laughs> Call the game both ways. Make sure the game falls a certain way because those are big plays that you're not calling. Absolutely. I mean, other than that, you got to give Georgia credit because they did what they supposed to do. They, they saw that we had a man down. The second receiver of this is tandem that had lit them alive in the first in the first game, lit them to shreds, and they, they went after them, and they, and they figured out, hey, these are freshmen. Now, here's the problem. Georgia, you're going to see them again. Oh, yeah. Them young boys are gonna see him again. Oh yeah, they'll be back. And a lot of people don't know that both our state, both the corners, the starting corners, were out. Yep. Like people know, Robe was actually the one corner on the left side. Kool Aid took his spot on this because he 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 had foot he had foot surgery. Jackson because Davis got hurt. So we had both starting corners out. Good luck next year. That's all I care about. But gotta give Georgia their credit. Gotta give them applause. They won it. They really did it after 40 years. They took advantage of the situation. And they won the chip. Now, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm not a guy that's going to take away from what other teams do. I don't minimize you doing what you have to do to win. But, you know, I'm not going to take it from the context of the game. Exactly. And that's the difference. Yeah, Bennett made some throws in that two last drive where they scored a touchdown. Yeah, he made some good throws. He made some throws, bro. He was shaky early, but like I said – too many injuries, bro, to your best play. It, it's hard to replace 170 almost something receipt receptions. Bro. Yeah, but you got to catch the ball. That ain't got to yeah, yeah, true, but, but, but yeah, but, they got to catch it. You got to catch but the ball. But those other players feed off of no. your two big dogs. Everybody open now, Ray, bro. I don't give a damn, Ray. Ray, if, yeah, you watch, all that. Ray, Ray if you watch that game, that boy put the ball in their hands. Yes. On it. So, so guess what? The pressure, dog. And that ain't going to do it, no pressure. Shit, it's no, a lot man, of pressure, Hold on, man. hold on, bro. Hold on, bro. That's a ton hold of on, pressure. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Ray. Hold bro, on, Ray. that is a ton of pressure, Ray, Ray, bro. Ray, Ray. Alabama. Catching the ball. Don't matter coming to Alabama. That, Ray. Bro, when you, you haven't, Alabama, when you you haven't had any expectations all Ray, year. I don't care. Now we say second half, when when Williams went down in the second quarter, Hall, Brooks, how many call, Bowden, how many, we really need you so now to be a number one. Let me ask you a question. How many, how many times uh, uh, Hall caught the ball? That was number 84, right? Yeah. 
Fuck, I don't remember catching got, any passes. He got like two or three passes. Right, I don't remember catching too many. He did. Three, two or three but I'm saying, but so expectations. I don't care, Ray. You've been playing football all your life. I get all that. Yes, that ain't got you nothing to do with you. You've been the biggest game of your career. No, 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 no. You've been the biggest game of your college career, No, no, no. You don't come to University of Alabama. Well, fuck and all no, that. No, no, no. Fuck all that. Why? That's what I'm saying. I get the expectation. No, 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 no. Why not, you no. coming to Bama? You're, just, you're trying to change the narrative. Every no. time you're talking about it, you're saying it. No, yes, you are. All right, so you coming to yes, Bama? Yes, you are. You come, you, no, listen. I'm listening. You coming. You literally just said on one end, the expectation of coming to Bama is this. Yes, then it is. Being in the biggest game of the season. It's tough. No, you, your expectation, that's what you come to Bama but for. But that don't mean you can handle the pressure Duh. when you haven't don't played. Don't out. Don't come to Bama. No. When don't you, come to Bama. Say, bro, listen, say, bro, you know listen. you're gonna play for the championship one yes, day. That is that is the expectation. You know when you come to Bama, you come in to play in the oh, national God. championship oh, game. No, 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 no. Hit me out. Hit me out. Hit me out. Hold on before you finish. Hold on before you finish. What a, that didn't stop Judy. That didn't stop Smith. He only caught one ball after them. We beat Georgia. That was his only catch the entire game. It was the last catch of the game in, in overtime. He caught the hands and scored and ran down the field. He was a true freshman. Everybody built different. No, you can't just that say we built different. But when you're you, changing it every when, single time. No, I'm saying, but listen, hear me out. When you have not really played all year, and, and I, I don't follow Alabama like that to know if Devontae Smith played a lot during the season. I don't know. Right? Yeah, he made big plays in that SEC championship game. Yes. I don't know if Hall. No, I'm talking about, no, I'm talking about in the championship. I don't follow Bama like that to no, know if. I mean, the, hit me out. So when you expect Hall to say, look, we come in second, bro, I need you to be the number two. Or Brooks, I need you to be the number two. Right? Bolden, I now need you to be the number one, not the number three. Say, bro, a lot of people can't do that. Yeah, you come to Alabama, the expectations is national championship. You come there because of that. Because you know every year you got a shot to be in a national championship game. Yes, yes. But right. that doesn't mean you're going to step up mentally to be that guy. And that's, what, that's why Bryce Young couldn't get to the ball to these guys. They wasn't open. They was not open majority of the time. Especially in the red zone, they was not open. Let me ask you a question. Did you watch the game? Bro, I watched the whole fucking game. Ray, did you see on the pass that Bryce Young put in the boy's hand? They but, bro, it? that's the, the, the no, that's I, I'm I saying the pressure. The pressure is a lot, that ain't dog. Got that ain't got that. Hold bro, on. Bro, you crazy. Renfro, hold on. Renfro was a freshman. What when, the fuck Renfro got to do with Clemson got to do with this no, game no, here? No, no, no. This one, let me finish. Everybody's hold built on, different, hold on, hold on, dog. Hold on. At the end of the day, it's just catching the ball, bro. Bro, everybody built different, bro. They got to do what you catch the ball, bro. Bro. Okay. How everybody you, built Ray, different. Okay, so, Ray, this is the thing. When you in when you in high school, it's the same kind of pressure, bro. I bet when you, you any money if you put Riffle in that same position, he gonna catch the ball in the second half. He said, gonna catch the ball. He may drop it. You he don't know catch that. The ball. You don't know you that. When he played with Alabama, we played him the first time. Riffle was freshman sophomore. Bro, you don't the ball. know that, dog. That's what I'm saying. Ray, he didn't drop the ball winning for the championship for the money. We played him the second time. Everybody hey, built on. different, but dog. Ray, you gotta catch the ball. Yes, you do. Dude, that, that ain't nothing, but no, bro. Everybody built different, dog. Everybody handle pressure differently. No, no, bro. You literally because it ain't just. Oh, Jacory dropped one too. Yes, you're, you're literally not. No, you expected all those that, that crew why, receiver why, why to you, step up you, because of Williams is why out. Why are you trying to yell and talk? I'm not over yelling. People. You are yelling. All now I'm saying is now you expecting Cass to step up that trying. hasn't stepped up all year. No, it doesn't matter. To fill the shoes of no, Michi so, and Williams now. So what are you talking about? Why did they so at, so when, when Michi went down? Why put Jacory in there? Because you expect him to play, to bring the same production as somebody Absolutely. else. Absolutely. So so he didn't. That's why always there. So he didn't drop the ball against Cincinnati. He caught the ball when he scored a touchdown. This ain't the national title game, bro. Hey, and Cincinnati, y'all was up. Cincinnati, y'all was up. Yo, Cincinnati, y'all was up. Oh, you trying to get the game? Cincinnati, y'all was up. 
the no, no, the game was close the whole time. Y'all were up. Half. Bro, you're were up. Bro, you're trying to do all you're trying to do is take peace and take a make a narrative. No, no, this it's not a narrative. Make a narrative. All I'm and saying, the narrative bro. is the truth of the matter is, is what you saw. The content is there. What you saw was they dropped critical passes. Critical passes that should have kept the drive going or scored a touchdown. Jacory literally, I don't even know what he was doing. He literally thought dude, I don't know if dude grabbed his arm. He grabbed his arm first, early. But though when he he knocked the ball arm off, he didn't even bring his left arm up. He tried to catch the ball one handed. It made no sense, though. The ball was right there. He, he didn't have to. Short arm. He gave pressure the bust pipes. That, that ain't gonna do it. That's catch what the ball. That's, I do. No, but that's nah, what we're it trying. It does do it, boy. But that's right. what pressure. We're pressure is, is that's everybody what, handle pressure differently. Yeah, but that's what we're trying. Though they don't go to the University of Alabama because you, if you don't perform in practice, you're not gonna play. So therefore, clearly Smith, uh, Judy. And um and and, and rugs performing in practice. Maybe Hall That's and Brooks why. and them guys ain't them guys. But dog, but they supposed to be. That's what you come there for. You come. Maybe they're not them guys. They didn't show they it when supposed, they had to step up. Then they supposed to be. That supposed to. They didn't do that it. That didn't stop Marvin Harrison Jr. for scoring three touchdowns against Utah. Yeah, he he played. Play. He, 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 he played. Oh, ain't no pressure. No, he ain't played all season. It ain't the national championship game. It don't matter when you done beat Georgia in the SEC championship game like a drum. It don't matter, dog. You got to catch that ball, bro. It matters, dog. He should have caught it. No, he should have caught the ball. Should he caught the ball? Absolutely. Listen, I don't. But everybody don't handle pressure differently, dog. Everybody handle pressure differently. No, but here's the thing, though. He caught the ball then. He catch. He didn't catch. In the third quarter, but in the fourth quarter, he caught it. The and, game and, is tight. Right, it still was tight then. It's no pressure. It's not the Man, pressure. It's always pressure. He though. just didn't focus on the ball and the ball hit him. Thought it was a fucking fence. You got to be throw. on your shit no, when your star go down. Marcus Spence, was like, Marcus Spence was like, Man, that's a fucking fantastic throw. He threw the ball literally over the shoulder of the DB. Who was guarding? You gotta and catch it. Him, and it hit him in the ass. He dropped it. Pressure, dog. That ain't pressure, pressure though. Bro, that ain't that pressure. Do you don't know, how you know it's not pressure, dog? That ain't no pressure. Dog, how you know it's bro, not pressure this, to that this kid? Because now he's expected to make a play every time. But hold on, right? If he'd have just put him in the game, this is the thing I have. This is the issue. If they would have just put him in the game for that play, that's different. But that dude came in in the second quarter. Them dude played from the second quarter to the end. It's no pressure. That don't mean they no, can't the adjust game, to it, though. The game is going. Now. The at game is point, going. At, at, at this point, everybody handles pressure differently. No, you can't compare that man to Smith, Judy, pressure, and them previous cats bro, that played before. They me. had the same pressure. No, I'm not saying it's the same pressure. I didn't say the same pressure. But I bet you any money, Judy. But you didn't Judy play in his freshman year when he had to step up when the big star came in and, and, and got hurt? No. Ooh. All I'm asking you, Judy. That shit had nothing to do with no, it, though. It has a lot, dog. No, 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 no. when you playing against no, the number one saying, corner, it's different. No, what you're saying don't make sense, bro. Because you're not, you're, no, you're trying to try, you're literally not. I'm not changing the narrative. I'm saying it's the follow, pressure you're not with the step narrative. up when you you're don't have that expectation. You're not following the narrative. The narrative was, we were down to Georgia. And they said, hey, Nick Saban said. Y'all was, y'all was, y'all was up we when we went down. to Georgia. You was up when Jordan Williams went down the second Stop quarter. Stop talking and listen. Bruh. Stop talking. Bruh, y'all was up. Stop talking. Bruh, you're not listening. That. You Bruh. don't make sense. Nah, we were, the narrative when Judy and Smith and, and, and Riggs was on the field, we were down to Georgia in the Mercedes-Benz Bowl for the national championship. We were down. We, that's when they put two in the game. We were down. For the SEC they ran the, no, no, for the national championship. National championship. Yeah. We were down. Okay. We were down. He put two in the game. He goes freshman, 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 freshman. Even Nas, he played. He walked with them. And they, he went with the, he went all freshmen. Means nothing. 
Yes, it does. He went true freshman in all okay. critical positions. Okay, what that mean? We won the game. That doesn't mean everybody steps no, up and, and plays. It does mean it means that yo those guys locked in. That don't play. mean that. So that means we were losing. So, so you assume we were losing. So you assume Hall now steps and be locked in. He had, that's what you put him in the game for. That don't mean he gonna do it, bro. That don't mean he yeah, gonna do what it. You're, what you're trying you, to you you expect him to do no, it. What, then that's the whole fucking point of coaching. But he University didn't do it. That's the point. No. no ain't, that ain't he the didn't point. do it. That ain't he the missed point. critical catches that, ain't the that point. he should have caught. No, that ain't the point. That's but it no, ain't the point. No, no, the well, shit well, well, the point. What we no, saying it is, well, what I'm saying is, quit giving him an excuse. You're literally trying to no, excuse. No, you say everybody's but, not built but the way. But you're, 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 James no. is saying, he went freshman, freshman, freshman. Yes. They performed. So now you're saying anybody come out and expectation to perform, that doesn't mean you're going to do it. You come, no, my comment was you come to the University of Alabama to be built for those particular yes, situations. I agree. So he failed it. Yes. I just said that he it. didn't perform. That's it. I just said he no. did not perform. But you kept saying well, not everybody's built that way. He ain't then he don't might not be you don't, you don't know that. Don't come you don't know that he, he, he may not be built for Alabama if that's the case. Then he, don't come. He did not perform as you thought he would. No, you don't come there then. He may not be built for it. He's a true freshman. A lot of people don't know. A you lot, don't know until no. he plays a lot. regularly. Shit. Fuck. What's name didn't play that much until damn the eight games in the season? Who? Fucking Amari Cooper? Bruh, that's he what didn't I'm start. Everybody he different. Came, yo, that, he was third on the death chart until they put him in there. I agree with you. What are you talking about? All I'm saying, I agree with you. Like I said, Judy was not even started. They expected to be great. But dog, that don't mean he's going to perform. We want him to be great. You and want you everybody. Want, you want all your players to be I great. I expect that motherfucker catch that ball. I agree, on the I agree with line. you. He should now catch he the ball. He's a pro player. Hold on. He's not a pro. fundamentals. But he's not a pro player, so I don't. You do, don't know that right now? You're not listening to me. You just keep trying to tell me. You say a pro stop player. Stop trying to tell me what the You're a true freshman. Stop trying to tell me what I'm trying to say, man. Shut the fuck up. That's <laughs> you your bullshit. problem, though. Man, you, you keep bullshit. talking. You bullshit. No, you keep talking. You got your ass whooped. No, you can't. I don't know. Hold on. And you owe me $50. The 50 is fucking down. The whole different subject matter. Why do you fucking keep trying to answer my damn my goddamn statements? Shut the fuck up. Fucking God. You worse than goddamn kids. Miami coming up. Miami coming up. Shut the fuck up. I know you've been drinking before we got here. Miami coming up. God damn, I ain't never heard about keep the trying nigga to talk. Put, the motherfucker didn't perform like you talk. thought he would. No, and that's all there is. What the fuck are you talking about? I just you just said it. Judy, Tour, no, I Najee even played. Their expectation was to be great. Same as Hall, same as Billingsy, Brooks, all them boys. Right? That doesn't mean they're gonna perform. And oh, Hall did not. What the fuck are you talking about? I just said I agree. Stop with you. fucking talking. Man, man, go ahead. Just finish, shut up. Finish your topic. Just dog. shut up. Finish what the fuck you got to say. Just shut up. Finish what you got to say. Just shut the fuck up. Finish what you got to say. Just shut the fuck up, man. Finish what you got to say. Just shut the fuck up. Finish what you got to say. Shut up. Shit. I never heard nobody just keep trying to end everybody else's sentences. The fuck you don't know the fuck I'm about to say? So shut the fuck up. Like I said, when you go to University of Alabama, the expectations that you're going to fill in and you can perform at that level, that's why you get recruited. That's why you come there. Now, he ain't a professional player, so I would never harp on him. I would never harp on the fact that he's not a professional. He's, he's not a, he's, he missed that pass, even though he did do it. He's not a professional player. But the comparison to this kid is Julio Jones-esque. That's what they compare him to. The plays he's making practice, what they seen, what they seen throughout the season in practice, I know motherfuckers down there. You don't, I do. And they say he is Julio Jones-esque. 
that he has the size. He's three six three. He's big. He's long. He's athletic. He's fast. They have he has all the intangibles. That was the time for him to just go play ball mm-hmm. and show it, and show at the biggest moment that I should been playing all season. And the reason why I ain't been playing all season, I don't know, but you're gonna see it today. He didn't do it. I said it's that. unfortunate. <laughs> I said that. No, you kept trying to say not everybody built that way. He might I never be. You don't know I, that. What the fuck are you talking? You're still Man, trying to cut me off to tell me what you're trying. Yes, I you just did it. I did not. You just did it. You just did it. You just say, yo, everybody's not built that way. You might it be. does not. You, shut the fuck up, man. I don't. It doesn't matter where he's built that way or not. Because I don't know what his future going to look like. He may fucking be a terror next season. But in that game, when they needed him to be the guy, to be that guy, not even the guy, because he was only, he was actually throwing to the third receiver. He was going against the weakest defender on Georgia's team, which is the slots and the outside on the right-hand side. And he was going after him. And to think that he was doing the same same game plan, we ate their ass up the first game. But he did not perform because of the fact that he just wasn't ready for it. And that's just, it's tough to see. It's tough to do it when you recruit guys thinking they're going to get there. Now, that he's not professional. Next, like I said, next year he may be a fucking animal. He may be an animal next season. They got three three studs. The core may be an animal, but they really got to work on a lot of things. Separation is one. Separation is going to be key for them guys. But I ain't mad at them dudes for doing it. I'm just looking at the game, the context of it. And I and I gave you an example of when three receivers in the same predicament, in the same pressure, still came to play at the at a, at, a, at a elite level. They didn't have this. They had the same pressure, and they didn't fold. They caught the ball. They did what they had to do, and they went and they won the national championship. So don't just you can't think like oh they built that way. It, it, it's out. That's what you come there for. You come there to be to play in lanes of like that and playing a game like that. That's what you like, though. I think some dude for Texas A&M said, "I came to Texas A&M to beat Bama," and then dude respond for Bama said, "Man, I can't even win national championships. I ain't come to <laughs> fucking goddamn. I ain't come to down to beat up to beat a team. <laughs> it's just a different logic. You know the pressure's there. Mm-hmm. The pressure in practice, shit, motherfucker. You want to play? That's where the pressure at anyway. So it is what it is." Look, I never knocked Georgia. You don't want to know. Oh, they got the, no. I, I never knocked. I never said nothing less to Georgia. They won the game. You got to give them their credit. But at the end of the day, bro, oh boy, shit, look, he got to catch that ball. Corey got to catch that ball. Mm-hmm. Number eleven got to catch that ball. That motherfucker got to catch it. Brooks got to catch that ball. Brooks got to catch. You got to catch that ball. Billingsley, Billingsley, you got y'all. You're a three year. You're a three year player. Almost, I think. Yeah, he's a three year player. You got to play better. Lotto came in. He's a red shirt. Junior, he should not be able to outplay you at tight end. That he, shit don't make sense. And he do it. He and he done. was doing it. It is what it is. Now, he, I wish he was a little faster. He would have walked in the end zone. <laughs> Fucking hell, he dropped the ball. That shit, I mean, I dropped the ball. That, but That hurt, too, because if he no, scored. He scored, that, 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 that was it. That momentum was on no, the And that back. throw, Bryce threw to him, was fucking amazing. Yeah, amazing it was on a rope. Yeah. He caught him on the side. It was on a rope. And he would, if he was a little faster. Perfect pass. It was perfect, yeah. He would have walked in the end zone. He did that like shit. when you were a kid. Zigzag all the way to the end zone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, he was kind of like three, four. Yeah, he kind of just kept running. Yeah, And I'm like, you got to be. You got to be looking at that board. You got to see this motherfucker behind you. Come on, man. Because the first when he caught it, the first thing he did was look up at the ball like, oh, I'm free. Yeah. yeah. That was a, that was a fire dude ran, ran all the way across the field, came back. Like, look, bro, you got you to grab it. But I never take away from other teams winning. Shit. I ain't they won. Been that in my life. They won it. They won. got to go and win it. 
eventually. Now, so good. Enjoy your little fucking ass championship. Because <laughs> I bet any motherfucker again, we're going to route your ass. <laughs> Next up, let's go to the NFL, man. Playoffs going on right now. Uh, NFL's going on. Wild card weekend. Great weekend this, for football. Great weekend for football. But this past week was a tough weekend for coaches, especially black coaches. Yeah. And, you know, being that they call it Black Monday, it was a lot of black Monday going on in the NFL, man. So, Ray, I'm going to let you start with this. What was your most surprising firing over the week? I, I give two. Flores was. Well, no, no, no. One? Most surprising <laughs> means one. It means it's the most surprising, right. not whatever you feel is the most surprising. I would say Cully in, in, in Houston. Only because the expectation when you hired him, you know you got a bad team. You know Deshaun is not playing. So your expectation, probably you know you're not going to win too many games. And if you look at the Houston Texans, bro, they won some games you thought they wouldn't win, right? David Mills even looked like a damn NFL quarterback sometimes. They beat Sandy, they beat the Los Angeles Chargers when I thought they would not. And you won four games when you thought when you hired colors, like, all right, he's just a lame duck coach. He's going to do what he do. He don't have no experience. And to fire the man after one season, bro, it just shows that the Houston, Texas organization is just dysfunctional. <laughs> bro, if I'm any coach, I'm standing clear. If I'm Byron Leftwich, Ty Bowles, some of the hot coordinators. Flores. Flores. He interviewed with him. He interviewed, bro. I'm not accepting that job, though. Like, honestly, bro. I can't work for a, a, a owner that is going to be so unpredictable if I have a bad two season, am I going to be fired? Yeah, the money's great, you guaranteed. But the the color hire, like bro, like you fired this man at the one season, bro. When your expectation was really you're going to be top of the five in the draft mm-hmm. anyway. So that's my most and in, in most surprising hire, honestly. Mine is Flores. At the end of the day, this dude got them back on track, even having even after having a bad start. Got them back on track. Got them moving forward. They went ten and six last year, even though they didn't make the playoffs. But at the end of the day, he got his hands dirty and getting them guys to move forward and to win those, uh, win all those games. And what they won like six or seven in a row yeah. to finish the season. That, that's tough. That's tough in the NFL. But at the end of the day, Miami is who they are. You know that's why they keep that's why they still sitting in the cellar dweller. You know, that's why they, they, that's why they continue <laughs> the not to make the playoffs. That's why they continue. Because when you have people up top, I'm not surprised what they did. You know, you know when you have and, – and if you look out over the league, you have a lot of black coaches who come in, and, and I'm just going to say it, they, they, they shake your hand but kick you in the ass at the same time because you fix what needs to be fixed. You get a team rolling, and then you bring somebody else in to finish the job that you created, you know. And at the end of the day, I, I just think Miami, the Miami job, you know, it, it was a, it was a bad look, I think, for Miami, and I think that after this, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. No, my most surprising was actually was Joe was Joe Judge because I thought they was gonna keep him, and he turned around, they fired him like a couple of days later. I didn't understand the whole wait the wait for it because yeah. I think the thing was everybody thought they were gonna like keep him, and and he'll be the New York um, coach moving forward until at least next season. Um, but man. <laughs> <laughs> they fired him like three or four days later, and you know you got a little. I mean, you didn't get a good jump on the season, so that's a little tough. But it doesn't make sense that you fired him after like saying, "Yeah, follow up and say, yeah, we we're gonna we're gonna roll with him, we're gonna rock with him, um, and move forward with Joe Judge." And then after a while, like three or four days later, it's like they had buyer's remorse. So I didn't understand that part at all. Like, why not just you know keep him and do move forward? Like, what are you gonna do now? 
Because yeah. the Giants, it's a very interesting market. I mean, it's a tough market. A lot of people don't want to deal with that New York media. Yeah. But I think they had to get rid of Judge. When you have, I'm not saying they. Yeah. No, no, whoa, whoa. I'm not saying you want to. You had to get rid of him. Like mean, that's this whether get rid of him or not. That's not the question. The surprising factor. The surprising factor is they felt like they were going to keep him, yeah. and it felt like they were going to keep him for a hot minute. And then they were like, you know what? No, we're going. <laughs> we're going to go a different direction. But do you think the fans had a lot to do with that too? And well, let me say this. I don't. I don't I, do think. You think. Do you think? Um. Strahan, when he came out and said, "Man, listen," now, I don't think it was the fans or anything else. I think it was they saw the the the, the domino effect of the league. Gotcha. And maybe they felt like, okay, we don't want to lose out on a coach that could potentially be available. Gotcha. And they went with that. I mean, Fangio, we knew about Brian Forrest, of course. That's a surprise. Nobody knew about Brian Forrest, but when it happened, I'm like, damn, that's fucked up. Excuse me, but damn, that that that's. But what's moving? What's going to happen moving forward? Okay, Miami wants to go a different direction. But Joe Judge, it felt like they were like, yeah, we're going to keep him. And then like two days later, they were like, nah, we're not going to keep him. We're going to fire him and move on. So it's just like what happened in those two days that made them say he's not the guy anymore. True. So that right there, because, I mean, black money is black money for a reason. Yeah. Right? Like, you know, Cully, yeah, that was terrible. But we all know Houston, Texas is dysfunctional. Yeah. They're a very dysfunctional organization. But the Giants isn't. So the thinking was, in my mentality, was, okay, they're going to bring him back and they're going to have another another year with, with new assistants, new crack at it, see what happens. But I don't know. I think the Giants been dysfunctional for a minute. It's just, it's been an underlying, it, it hasn't been open. <sighs> Maybe, because but. You think about the dude they hired before him, they fired him, and then now you hire Joe Judge off of, you know, a tree. I mean, they fired the last three coaches like this, yeah. but there hasn't been. It's not dysfunctional to the Texans level. Yeah, it's not dysfunctional to the Texans level, but, but I think they do have some dysfunction. There because of the guys that they've hired in the last three hires, you you looking at that hiring as you like, mm, like are you sure about this one? Are you sure about this? Because because it was surprised that Joe Judge even got the job. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean him. I mean they, the coach had before that. I think the coach before him. Yeah, I think Pat Sherman was another issue. Yeah, so. but you still have to look at it like they weren't as dysfunctional as nah, what I saw right. in Texas. Yeah, I mean, Texas look like they're the domino effect of what the Texans are doing. They. The Giants they have pieces. Yes. Right? Yes. Um, decent defense, running back, O line's okay. But but the what's going on with, with the Texans, of course, that's you know, they're they're their whole different level of, of dysfunction. <laughs> uh, they don't know what they're gonna do with their, their, their top quarterback. Uh, a lot of their pieces gone. They got a good second unit. But outside of that, man, like I don't know what's gonna happen with the Texans. We we it's made to be seen, but the Giants, we all thought they were gonna be there. Yeah. Man, come on, man. That shit was crazy. And the division ain't that great outside of Dallas. You thought they would compete. Well, Philly competed. They made it to the playoffs. I mean, I mean, if you look if you look at if you look at that division, I mean, well, the division that the Houston Texans in, I mean, only what one team got in? To Tennessee. Yeah. The Colts folded. You know what I'm saying? Houston was a shell of themselves in Jacksonville. It is what it is, you know? Yeah. And, and and I think Indy in that division, you know, they dropped it. But like you said, I think for me, Flores getting fired was a big deal. Because I'm like, man, this dude has really, like, got this team on the track. And when you do that, you know what I'm saying, you know, you should you should expect you're going to keep your job. Cully, I wasn't surprised. <laughs> I, I really wasn't surprised. Because I think the owner hired him just to save face. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just to save face, to say, hey, okay, I interviewed a black guy. I'm going to hire him. But you know, in the back of my mind, I'm still going to fire him, so I'm just going to just ride it out. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. See, I, that's what I'm saying. I wasn't surprised by him because I yeah. felt like 
I felt like he was a pawn in the game. Anyway. Exactly, exactly. So when that when that, it all came out, I kind of was like, eh, it makes sense. He's a little pawn in the game anyway. <laughs> I wasn't like, it wasn't really shocking. It was kind of like on some, oh, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, that makes sense now. You know, this dude, you know, they were going to do something terrible anyway. But everything else, I couldn't understand that. I mean, like I said, the Giants, that was one thing, but I knew that was going to be terrible. Yeah. Like, you just knew. That's a bad recipe. And, uh, you know, talking to the fans down there, talking to friends, talking to people who know the Texans organization, a lot of people thought he was going to be one year and out. Mm-hmm. That they were trying to groom somebody else for the job. You know, and then find the OC may need some, something else because I think the guy they're talking about um, they want to bring in is someone who called offensive plays. Gotcha. So, we'll see. It's a mess. We'll see, man. It, 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 was, it was one of those things that I wasn't shocked. Like, uh, exactly. That can happen. Yeah, it's a mess, bro. All right, man, let's talk about a little bit what's going on with the Panthers. I wish we could have got uh, Sheena on this call, talk about the CMC trade. I know she know a lot of inside information with the Panthers, but what's your thoughts? Me being from the NFL, I mean, from the NFC South, you know, I start this one off on this one. I think CMC being traded would be ridiculous because I feel like they built the office around CMC right now. And if they trade CMC, that means they're trying to do an offensive strategy shift. And they're not they're gonna do a lot of changes moving forward as far as their offense. So if they trade CMC, um, I'm looking at them from the Panthers standpoint, is they about to do a whole offensive lane change moving forward. Like they're gonna do some different things with the receivers, drive a different quarterback. I gonna I feel like they're gonna do something totally different because it, it offensive strategy wise, he is the offense in a lot of different ways. If you don't have CMC catching the ball, running the ball, then what you're going to do? The pass your pass is not going to be the same. The old line is going to have to block differently. They're going to go a different path line. They're going to have to draft a new running back. It's not like if they if, if they do trade, if they do think about trading, we're going to see in the NFL draft because they're going to draft a running back mm-hmm. in the early rounds. Yeah. And you're going to see where the impact, where the diamonds going to fall from there, man. Give me your thoughts on that. I think, I think, I think it might help them because the dude right now has been hurt the past two years. Yeah, he hasn't been able to stay healthy. And he has a soft tissue issue. He's always hurt a hamstring, foot, something like that is going on with them. So uh, I don't from a from a Matt Rule standpoint, you know, he on the bridge on the bring again fired itself. <laughs> so his mindset is like, look, we got this guy, he's a great talent, but he's not healthy. So that's not helping me. You know what I'm saying? And and for real, for real, I do think, honestly, they need to move uh McCaffrey to the to the slot receiver and, and draft a running back. I mean, at the end of the day, he still can get his touches at running back, but I'll make him a slot receiver and, and go with it that way. That might that might save him a couple of years or might save him, you know, a couple of times from getting injured. We don't know that, but I'm just at the end of the day, he can catch the ball. He can run the little short routes. And 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 I think that can preserve him a little longer. Cause that dude is not a, a running back that can get you 25, 30 carries and stay healthy for a whole season. He's not built that way. He's a little guy. And I mean, yes, you got all the speed, you got all that, but you can't take that punishment. Air night in, night out, and think you're going to survive the whole season. And we see that because the past two seasons, he's been injury prone. So I think if they do a shift, it might help them. That might that might make them, they got to change their whole dynamics of how they run their offense, bring in a running back, get a couple, get one or two more receivers, and keep it moving. I mean, at the end of the day, that's what it is. Because guess what? If he, if you trade him, he goes to another team, guess what? That other team's taking a big chance on him. Yep. I mean, don't get me wrong. He's a great talent. But right now in his career, He's getting hurt too much, and it's mostly the soft tissue, hamstring, little things like that. And guess what? 
them things just don't go away. Yeah. They just don't go away. So, I mean, Matt Rule looking out for himself saying, hey, hold up. I'm going to bring again fire. I got to make some change somewhere. So if they do trade him, it is what it is. And, and But but when they if they do trade him, they need to make sure that whatever they get for him is going to solidify what they going what they're going to do going forward. Yeah, I just think it's too many touches, right? He just not. And then when you look at their games, he running them inside, like that. That's more like power back style, right? You need to get him on the edge, you know, throw him in a screen game. You want like CMC, bro? You want to just put the ball in his hands. Mm-hmm. That's the type of style of back he is. And I think the last. Two years, he's been injury-prone, but the two previous before that, you can't have 200-plus touches in a running game. Like, that's a lot for a small back like him. Exactly. And then you expect for him to get over 100 catches or whatever in the the passing game, right? It's just too many touches, I think, from a running back situation, running them inside the tackles. Like, he's Mm -hmm. a power back, and it's caught up to him. So you paid him like a superstar. The dude has immense talent. Like you, you see that boy touch the ball, you be like, bro, this boy mm-hmm. got dynamics. But you can't run him in the ground, right? They need a change of pace back to help him take the heavy load and use him, you know, get him, I'd say, by no more than 25, 20, 25 touches. But just passing game, running game. So that's included. Right, you want to put the ball in his hands to make plays. But when you run him in between the tackles, third and one, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, it's just too much pounding on his body and it's taking a toll on him. To trade him, I think it's overreaction. But I think if you can just put another piece around him, a bigger back, to help him out, well, he don't have to be 25 carries. But I also need I need 10 catches. It's just too much for his body. And I think I would not trade him, honestly. And it may be looking from a money standpoint. But you've got to get him some help to not give him as many touches. He's almost probably getting 30 touches a game when he's healthy. It's just too much. Maybe it's a contract then. Must be. It must be way <laughs> much gar- too much guaranteed money in his contract. He got what sixty million? That boy got a big deal. Million, like he had a big deal, right? And big I, deal. I know that maybe that's an issue. They just don't want to pay him anymore. But they get him in. Who, who they get him is not get him in um yeah, I was the, the Giants, um, right? No, get him as the Giants the Giants. What is the the owner for the um Start with a Trotman Trotter or something like, like that. Something like Carolina that. Trotter, like, Trotter, that dude, I don't know if he has buy remorse on a lot of different things. I mean, he looks like, but he seems like he does. He always, he's talking about how he, he, he hates that the fact that he draft, not he draft, that he hired the coach. So he paid the coach as much as he's paying him. Rule's paying a lot of money. Rule, he's paying Rule a lot of money. He's like, damn, why am David I paying Rule? Tucker, yep. Tucker, yeah. Tucker, he's a billionaire. Like, why are you so upset about these things you're paying, paying for? I guess that's how you used to keep your buildings, billions. But, He's he's upset about that. He's upset about certain players they're drafting. He's upset about. I think he's upset about the CMC. Yep. You know the certain coaches they're hiring. I mean, it's good. This dude's never satisfied. So I, I'm not sure what's going on. Like what expectation he's he thinks should have yeah. moving forward. But I just don't understand what he's got going on. Like I I really can't understand the nuances of. Of his thinking when it comes to building an organization or building a team that's going to be competitive, he might be in over his head. As the owner. And you know, because I know he was a minority owner for the Steelers for a very long time, and maybe he should have stayed there. <laughs> because it just it's some of the things that's going on doesn't make sense. Yeah, he's- and yeah, man, you can see it, it's just not working. He's not working as an owner; they're not working as an organization, and with their expectations of their talent. 
And what they had is just not good enough. And if you're talking about trading to CMC, who's a center point, centerpiece of that team, man, I don't know what you're going to do next. Yeah, a, you can't draft a running back high in the first round. That, that well, you can do that. You can do but it. But you got to yeah, know what type of contribution he's going to be, and is he going to stay healthy all season. Yeah, and then I don't see this draft as a big running back draft to be like, but, oh, I'm But CMC was even injury. He had a lot of injuries at, at, uh, at Stanford. Stanford. Yeah. He was he not stayed. a guy that was somebody that you'd be like, oh, he's healthy. He was. He got injured at Stanford a lot. Yep. Yeah, you so, just you just can't run him like the way they're running him though. Like he's just a small. He's a small guy. Like, you can't pound him in inside the tackles. Like that can't be your system. Like you got to be like Denver. Like when they had Shanahan, like zone scheme, like off tackle, kind of off the edge. But, but then, but then that type of back, I think. He needs yeah, to but that's the thing though. You had big backs when you had them. Them dude, even Mike Davis was there. Mike Davis, big uh, like them dudes. They they thick dudes. This dude, a little thin dude, one hundred and ninety five, yeah. two hundred pounds at most. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he got great speed, but you asking this dude to run between the tackles, and I, and I and I think they need to find him a quality back to where he doesn't have to get the pounder in between the tackles. No, you got you can to get him on the edge. Oh, you can put him in the slot and let him run routes. And I think that would that would that would help his career along along the way. But if he got to run between the tackles and he go, and he your main stay back, yeah. oh yeah, it's gonna be a, it's gonna be a long year for him. He's gonna get hurt a lot, and, and then people gonna be hey, gonna be buying more for somebody else. Man, Rue gonna be out of there. Yeah, <laughs> quickly, real quick. We'll see, man. It's gonna it's gonna be interesting how it go moving forward. I don't care about the Panthers, but <laughs> good luck to them. All right, man. Our favorite one of our favorite sections, uh, our segments of our our podcast of the show that we we put in this, uh, over the past year was fair and foul. So we got one coming up right quick where the head coaching diversity. Give me your thoughts on where you feel the the where diversity no where 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 the league is going as far as diversity as head coaches. <laughs> you can start it, right? I'm torn, bro. I want to say it's foul, right? Because you, you you want African American coaches to. Be head coaches. There are a ton of men or coordinators. But can I say like verify like I'm in the middle? Can I be in the middle? Because at the end of the day, if you don't own the team and be in a position to hire African American coaches, bro, you're gonna hire who you want. It's just your business. You're gonna do what you want to do. Is it verify? I'm gonna say. I won't say it's fair, and I'm not going to say it's foul. I'm going to play the, the middle part, and I know it's wrong. But when you're the owner of a billion-dollar organization, you're going to hire who you want. Now, should we hire more African-American coaches when we got, what, 70%, 80% players in NFL, 80, uh, African-American? Yes. But these owners, bro, they're going to hire who they want. Until you get more minorities and African-Americans in hiring positions, like the GMs, VP of player operations, that's when we're going to see change. Until that happens, bro, it's going to be the old boy network. They're not going to hire the African-American. It's just how it's going to be, honestly, bro. And I think Flores will get a job in this cycle, um, so that might make it too. But I don't see maybe Byron Leftwich, maybe Ty Bowles, but I don't see us, like, breaking down the door of African-American coaches. I just don't see it. I think it's foul. This is why. Because at the end of the day, you hire these other coaches and they ain't doing no better. You know what I'm saying? They hire they hire black coaches to clean, like like I say, wipe the ass, and then you bring somebody in to, 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 to make it to make it go. You know what I'm saying? We get we get we handle the business as far as getting the players on the same. They, they 
it's, it's like we come in, we clean, the, we clean the locker room, we get everybody straight, we get everybody on the same plane, and then, okay, I'm going to fire you if you have a bad season. But now if somebody else come in, win the championship, oh, man, this coach has done a great job. You forgot that this man done wiped these dudes' ass and got them where they needed to be. It, it, it's ridiculous, bro. It's ridiculous. You got so many coaches out there. Joe Judge, he can't coach. He don't know his front side from his back side. You got a dude out in San Diego. He don't, he don't want to get a tie to keep his team. It, it's just You look at all these different coaches who are getting jobs, and I'm just wondering, like they keep talking about the Belichick tree. Well, hell, Vrabel is the only one who's, who's well, Flores came on and he survived. Vrabel, he, between Flores and Vrabel, them the only two have basically like done a great job coming from under that tree. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You have quality coaches. The problem is these owners are so stubborn because they want to hire somebody to look like them. But guess what? Half of these teams that hire these own that, that these owners hire these coaches that look like them. Guess what? Half of them ain't never been to the playoffs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Give somebody else a chance. At the end of the day, if it don't work, it don't work. But guess what? You paying the other dudes and it ain't working for you now. Thanks. You know what I'm saying? You have a lot of these teams that have never been to. You have quality coaches, yeah. but the problem is. If we don't if we don't correct it in a year or two years, we gotta go. But yep. then you give other guys five and six years mm-hmm. and they still sticking the joint up. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So I, I just think that like you said, Ray, I do agree they're gonna hire who they wanna hire. And I don't care if you got blacks in GMs, I don't care if you got in player personnel, because guess what? The owner's still gonna make the final decision. He's still gonna make the final decision of whether he wants this coach or not. And I'm like this. Give somebody else a chance. It's, it's your business. You do what you want to do. You do what you want to do. But a lot of these teams who fire black coaches, you look at Detroit. When they fired um, the guy from Detroit. Oh, uh, uh, used to be uh, Caldwell. 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 They ain't been the same since then. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They they fired Napier. I mean, Napier, I mean, the guy in Chicago, he went to the playoffs twice. Nagy. But he but Nagy, but he's not that great of a coach. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you, you giving people jobs. It's like the situation they had to do it in Miami. Then they, they hire him in what New York with the Giants. Did y'all see how bad he was in Miami? And you give him a chance with the Giants? Like, come on, man. You know, so it, it, it's I mean the Jets. It was the Jets. Yeah. So it's like a lot of these teams give somebody else a chance, bro. But I mean, they're gonna do what they're gonna do. It's their business and, and it is what it is. Yeah. Uh do I think it's, it's definitely foul because in any other lane of any corporate corporate um organization in America. They have rules and regulations they have to deal with. So you're hiring people. You get a lot of different um, tax breaks. You get a lot of tax credits. You get a lot of different situations, costs, costs, benefactor, things that happen to allow you to function, to run an organization without having to deal with all the complications and things that you have as far as tax rules and thing, thing, everything else. And regular, and, and, um, and, um, um, there's regulations, but, um, uh, yeah, well, regulations as well. Uh, from Congress and different things else. You don't have to really align yourself with what goes on the everyday grunt and grind of different organizations, how to deal with a lot of small businesses and beyond. You're able to move and function as an organization without having to deal with all the consequences. So you should also adhere to the same rules and regulations of the land. And if you are hiring people based off your own, your own liking, right? Which every boardroom is supposed to be diverse because you, if you're especially if you're a public funding organization, you're supposed to be a public investor organization. You're supposed to have a, a diverse organization in all lanes. Your workplace will be diverse, not just your workplace. Your boardplace will be diverse, and your own should be diverse. Why? Because you're supposed to be feeding to all narratives. Now, their fan base is supposed to be diverse. 
And if your fan base is diverse, why should not your organization and who you hire as coaches and who who owns it and all across the board should be diverse? So it's foul because you're 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 appealing to the masses, but you're really not. Yeah. Because you're running the organization how you want to, but you're appealing to your masses. And you're like, oh, we're billionaire. Well, how you become a billionaire? Yeah. How'd you do it? Yep. You didn't do it on your own. Because if you did it on your own and you do anything, then you ask your own slaves and you should get your plan taken away anyway. You should get your money taken away because you're in your own slaves. You, own, you, own, you built your foundation off the backbone of other people still, mm-hmm. right? So like, how did you do it? How did you get your worth? How did you get your net worth? Somebody had to buy it. So it was a workforce that had to build it and they weren't all white. Thanks. So <laughs> it just has to be like that lane that people have to understand. It's the realness of life. So it's foul. And they should they need to figure it out. They need to fix something else. Rooney rule's not working. Yeah, that shit don't. Nah, that's okay. let's move on for that. And let's go to the next level. And let's figure out something else. Because it's not working. Mm-hmm. And you're not private organizations. Because you're you're sta- you're you're playing at stadiums that are owned by citizens. Mm-hmm. They're owned by the city. The city pays for the stadium. I mean if you stay in the city, like if DC goes to open up another city. That means my taxes are gonna go up, <laughs> folks. That's what happens. My tax will go up because of DC. Because guess what? We're not a state. We're not the state of Maryland that can afford two stadiums. Yeah. We are right here in the city. My taxes will go up, and that would change the complexity of the city. So yeah, I may benefit from it, but I'm also not to pay for it. So my expectations. It's the same thing as anybody else, man, that you guys do what you need to do to keep the organization diverse and allow and appeal to your masses, your fan base, and allow your fan base to be a part of what's going on and actually allow your, your ownership group to be diverse and have other people because there are billionaire black people. Yeah, facts. Mm-hmm. facts. There are billionaire Spanish people. Facts. There are billionaire other people outside of just Caucasian folks. I'm sorry. There are other people out there who have a lot of money. Look at them. I'll let them talk to them. Let's see what's going on with that. Yeah. Right? Because we need to move forward. Everybody, we all want to move forward too. We want to be there with you guys. Thanks. You know what I mean? All right, man. Let's get to one of our other favorite favorite segments, which is, you know, we love it. And it's one of our best ones. All the fans love it. Oh, they love how we try to do this because we pick it. Because they know I, they listen to me. They win money. <laughs> they win money when they listen to me. Right? I don't know about the other guys. We listen to me. They win money. JD it's one of our favorites. It's one of our it's one of our blazing blazing five or blazing five for today. For me it is. Cause I always do well. So man, it's one of our favorite segments. Here we go right here. Let's get it going. Now it's time for the Argon Brothers NFL Pick'ems. All right, fellas. We up. Oh, let's so get it. we know how we do this. D you start it. Ray, you go, right. and then I end it. Alright. All right. D, let's go. Ra- Raiders, Bengals, actually going on right now. Who you got to win this game? Bengals. Yeah, I got sense. It's too cold. Too cold. Upset alert. Okay. Upset alert right here. Upset alert right here. <laughs> Upset alert right here. We, I got the Raiders. They're going to pull this out. They're down 10-3 right now. But something tells me Cincinnati is going to fold. The line is going to get a little weak for Cincinnati. I got the Raiders winning this in a very close game. Okay. Very close game. But it ain't looking too good so far. It's a struggle, man. It ain't looking too good so far. 
Good thing that wasn't a safety. Good <laughs> thing that wasn't a safety. It was close, boy. It was close, though. Momentum can't get you back in there. Oh, yep. So, all right, next up. D. Pats, Bills, who you got? Bills. It's going to be cold as hell, bro. Like negative zero or something. <laughs> I, got, uh, I got the Bills, man. Pats, upset alert. Another upset alert? alert, man. Another Woo. upset alert, bro. You I, got, strong this I got the pass, bro. Woo. I got the pass in this one. Close close game, cold game. It, it's just as cold in New England as it is in Buffalo. It snows in both areas. Yeah. It's not a big deal. No, I got the pass win in this one. All right. All right, next up, we got a phone. For, I'm sorry, fellas. Phone. Uh, so we next we got Eagles, Eagles Bucks. Who you got? Upset alert! I'm going with the Eagles. <laughs> I'm going with the Eagles. You might hit that button twice. I think the Eagles. I think the Eagles gonna win, though. Brady don't have enough receivers, bro. Slade gonna take Evans out the game. Like what else they got? Bucks moving forward. <laughs> All right, I mean, next Bucks up might win, but. I, I got the Bucs in this one. Bro. I don't think the Bucs will win the championship. I definitely think they're going to win the first game here. All right, next up, man. We got next up in the, in the pecking order. We got 49ers Dallas. Who you got? 49ers. Okay. I'm going to roll with you, D-Spring. We rolling together, bro. 49ers. Now, it's everybody. I, I, I've been thought the 49ers will win this game. Too physical up front. Yeah. Physical front going to have a problem. Back end may be an issue, but I feel like if Dallas can't block, they can't stop them, and I feel they can run the ball. Dallas cannot stop the run. At all, and the key gonna be Jimmy. If Jimmy G can play like, if he don't get, he don't like turn a bitch shake, over. If Jimmy G don't be shaky G and get <laughs> yeah. that ball and get that ball to Debo Samuels and them, and the running backs and let them do what they do, it's gonna be like easy. I think I you gonna have a big game. Yeah, I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be porn star G. He gonna be back ready to do something. Take these boys to a nice little run right quick. All right, D Money. Next up, Steelers versus KC. 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 Yeah, this is KC, bro. It's KC all the way, man. All three of us got KC. Next up, Zona Rams. Who you got? Going with the Rams. Rams? I, mean, I think I got the Rams going. No D hop, bro. Zona. Another upset. Upset alert right here, man. Listen, I like Zona, what they're going to be doing, even though they, they kind of fold in that damn game against uh, Seattle. I do feel like, man, they have the Rams number. And I feel like they're going to win that game, man. The Rams just have a tough time dealing with an athletic quarterback. All right, man. So, next up, man, let's get to the NBA basketball, man. We yes, got sir. Yes, got to figure out a good segue to the NBA. So, we can get there. We need maybe a song or something. We need like. Shefter. We need, like, dun 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 Chauncey might be tripping. I think Isaiah, bro, was underrated, bro. He was small, but, man, Zeke had handles. He could finish at the rim. Um, he can he can shoot the three ball, even though the three ball wasn't big back in the, uh, you know, the early 90s. But I, I was I would go with Isaiah, though. Isaiah was that dog. Like, Zeke was that dude, bro. I ain't going to lie. Kyrie's nice because Kyrie can finish. He can he, he handles is ridiculous. But I, I would go with Isaiah Thomas for me. Hey, not a bad choice. 
I mean, for real, because Zeke was that dude. Zeke was tough. He was small, but he got by. He had handles. Everything. Yeah, he he could do it all. Like Zeke was, and 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 in the days, point guards today, you know what I'm saying? You got a lot of guys. You, you barely touch them. They whine and they crying. But I, I think Zeke was that guy that he can get to the basket. He can pull up and shoot. He was tough. He played great defense. He didn't. He was just that dude. He was just a dog. Do I think? Is I think Kyrie close? I think Kyrie is a close second. I think he's a close second, but I, 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 I'm going to go with Isaiah, too. Um, You know, when I really watch these guys play, it's hard to say because really Kyrie's an extension of, of Zeke. Zeke is an extension of uh, Tiny Archibald um, and, uh, and Earl Monroe. Earl Monroe. So it's a lot of, like, like the talent's there. I can't really just say, like, is he the most skilled? But I would say what I'm seeing right now, I would think he is. I've never seen a player who can move, who can finish with both hands the way he does. I don't think Zeke could ever finish with both hands like his guy does. Um, I don't think he has the same handle as a rope as Kyrie. Kyrie can do everything. I mean, shoot the mid-range, the three, you know, go to the basket. Zeke wasn't going to the basket at that level. Um, he didn't have the you gotta realize I'm a Piston fan, so I watched him for a very long time. Um, that's when he hit riding around this stride. I mean, I was old enough to remember what Zeke was doing, and I'm I still don't. I think Kyrie from a lot of different levels, and Chancellor older than us, so he understands he can still he did things at a certain level that just Zeke can't do. Yeah. I just don't see how that is not even um. Even if the expectation be anything different, I, I feel like Kyrie can be the most. He probably is the most skilled player ever, and I mean not ever, but most skilled point guard. Absolutely, wow. I mean absolutely. It's just one of those things that that is just you just can't you just can't really honestly think to yourself that he's not that skilled. He was he is one of he is probably number one. No, it's a close one. Yeah. I mean, but I didn't watch Tony Archibald play. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure my did. dad would probably be like, like, you know, he was way, first of all, he played El, El Paso, Texas. So I know my dad thinks things very highly of him, but he probably thinks something different. Yeah. You know? So it's it's just, it's different levels to it. I mean, different generation would think different things. Yep. Different but errors. from what I've seen with Kyrie, point guard wise, <laughs> yes, from a score standpoint, maybe not from assists. Like CP threes, I think a better assist players. He's not as athletic as a job Morant. Yeah. But outside of that, man, listen, from a skill, score, yeah, that joke, all three all. levels. He yes, he has it all. He has it all. He has it all. All right, man. Let's talk about Clay's return to the Warriors. Are you talking about what? You give me your thoughts. What you saw out there? I think Clay is coming along well. I think he he the build up was great. The build up was great. I think they teamed. I mean, he came back in and he just fit right in with them. Which is which is a good thing, which is a good thing because the, the, the kind of player that Clay is, he can fit in with anybody. Because like I said, he can get his jump shot off. He played good defense, and I think as the season go and he gets more and more comfortable and gets back in his groove again, they're gonna be a real dangerous team. They're gonna be real dangerous. But I like what I saw from Clay. You know, the, the workout and all the he t- how he took care of his body. He did what he had to do. You know, with the training to get himself back to playing a high level, um, high level basketball. But for like like I said, for the first time about him coming back, it look, he looks pretty good. He looks pretty good. And I want to see down the road, down the road when things get real tight, is he going to be that same clay? That's what I want to see. 
Yeah, I don't expect Clay to be Clay like three, four years ago. Nah. Like defensively, he's just not going to be that guy no more. Nah. Like when you lose that much from a lower body extremities, major like injury, and, 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 and Achilles, uh, and Achilles, yeah, it's just tough. too much. But that jumper going to be wet. Yeah, he can shoot. I think it's just going to take him some games to you know get his feet under him. Yeah, but athleticism has never been his game to where like he's a high riser. But you know. If I'm Phoenix, and I think Phoenix may be the best team in the West, the Warriors going to be tough because now you got another cat that go with Steph that can drop you third in a heartbeat. Whereas before, everything was on Steph. Jordan Poole was nice. The other cats was nice. You know, they give you GP2, give you whatever. But now you got a bona fide cat that can drop you third in a heartbeat, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's going to really help the Warriors once Clay kind of, you know, get back get into more, get, get back into the swing of things, playing competitive basketball at a high level. But uh, they they going to be tough, though. Clay going to be that guy. It's just not defensively. I mean, I like what the Warriors did. I love seeing Clay return. I mean, him coming back after two years, being injuring his um, ACL, then the tearing his Achilles, representing his Achilles. That's a, that's a big moment for him personally, for the Warriors organization, and for the team overall. Do I think they're the favorite? No. Um, I do feel like there's certain things that you need to watch about that team. Interiorly, they are very small. And teams who have height and size is going to move them around easily. Milwaukee did it. Um, uh, the, the Memphis Grizzlies did it. And we're going to talk about Memphis Grizzlies in a minute. But it's just one of those things where you watch a team that they have a lot of talent, a lot of offensive power. If they're not clicking every game, each game, then what are they going to do? They can't stop a soul, in my opinion. They ramped up the defense here and there, but when you have a big team, they can't stop them. Yeah. They can't stop big teams. They they, they routed the, the Bulls, but the Bulls been routed a couple of times in a row. Uh, I just think a lot of people have seen the deficiencies of the Bulls. Uh, but when they played the, the uh, Milwaukee Bucks, the game before the day before, they got routed. They were down by 40 at the halftime. Easy. And because they could not, they can't, they can't stop anybody from getting to the rim. They can't stop anybody. I don't care if they have Draymond. I don't care if they have Wiseman. It's not, going, too, right? it's not going to stop anybody from getting to the rim with them because they're not a big team. They're not big enough. They have a lot of wings, a lot of forwards. Um, I mean, we're looking at what Clay did, but if you um the um what's my boy name that came out of Minnesota, he's playing an all star level. Yeah, uh, Wiggins. 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 Wiggins, Wiggins playing yeah. all star level, yeah. and yet they still can't stop anybody from going to the basket. So the trade off is can you weather the threes? Because if the threes don't hit, they're gonna be in trouble. Any team with logic gonna see it. And I think Phoenix has a good team. Yeah. I think Milwaukee, I mean not Milwaukee, but um uh, Memphis showed that they can stick with them. Because they couldn't stop them. They got on the break, they moved the ball, and they, they punished them in the, on the boards, and they punished them in the paint. They can't stop anybody. It don't matter who it is. And they did that without Steven Adams. They can't stop anybody. I'm watching that team, I'm like, man, they can't stop anybody. And Memphis big, too. They have, so teams big. who have big liners, big talent, can move, run, jump, they're going to be in a dogfight. They have can all the shooters in the world. You got to hope Clay can keep the same momentum because he sat out against the Bulls. I'm pretty sure that was preliminary, but at the end of the day, you know that team going to have some 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 downfalls. And Stelke goes in these slumps. Yeah, he's slumping now. I mean, come on, you keep going to these slumps. What's going on? I know what's going on. You the lot of that weight's put on him to score, and he gets tired because he's a small guy. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just looking at their team. Listen, I like them, but 
I love what happened with Clay. I'm glad that Clay got back on the court. He did his thing. He looked great. 17 points in the first game. But how are they going to move forward? It's going to be a big, big, it's going to be big on Wiseman. It's going to be big on Draymond getting back on the floor. It's going to be big on that lineup, being able to play big and play, have a lot of, and be able to cook. To stop other teams' big lineups because that's gonna be an issue. They're gonna, yeah. they're gonna need, they're gonna need Draymond. They're gonna need a lot of that stuff. Yeah, they're gonna need Wiseman. They're gonna need Wiseman. He keep they getting hurt. Bigs. So they need and bigs. without them bigs, like you said, without them bigs, and you playing a physical team, and like you said with Memphis, Memphis young, but they real physical. So when you getting that on your back, and you got to sit there and pound with them, bang, I mean, bang with them for four quarters. By that four quarters. You ain't got no legs no more. Because think about this. If they go around in the first round, man, they, they may freak around and, and see the Lakers. And you know the Lakers are dysfunctional. They still got a big front court with LeBron and AD. Mm-hmm. Like, that still will be a problem. That's still a six, seven-game series you really don't want to have. Yeah. And especially especially if you get caught with the okey-doke, if you get caught with the okey-doke where – Draymond got to think, got to play LeBron under the basket, and man, AD, it's and gonna be a problem. Yeah, and, 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 and they'll be they'll, an aggressive AD if, exactly. if AD come to play, that, and that's the they'll be all. they'll be great on the on on in the guard section and mm-hmm. the wings and guards, right? They'll put a lot of pressure there. But where are they gonna what are they gonna do in the front court? Mm-hmm. Man, they're gonna get bullied. Yeah. A Denver will bully them. Yes, bully ball. Yes. Right? You know what I mean? Certain okay. teams can bully them, man. Even Utah, shit. Utah, exactly. Utah they rough bully you up. Them. But you got to get that big man down there to pound the ball. He got he have to score. He got to make himself big and score. Yeah, yeah, he got to make himself big and score. No doubt about it. All right, man. So we'll see, man. But I, I love the story with Clay, and I'm glad he's back. All right, man. So we just saw, you know, they lost last night. The Wizards, I mean, in other words, the Grizzlies went on eleven game winning spree. Yeah, winning, winning yeah, winning streak. Excuse me. Um, and I'm happy to see what they're doing. You know, I, everybody knows I'm a big Jai fan. So, Ray, give me your thoughts on the Grizzlies. Are they real? Do you think they can contend for a championship this season? No. You can't, especially in the playoffs, man. They need more than Ja. And, you know, when you depend on Jaron Jackson, Bain, and Aaron Brooks, they just don't have another big-time score. And, you know, Ja is – I think this year Ja is not at that superstar level. Right, he is playing as a superstar. Hold on, what, what, what did you just say? Man, go ahead, let him talk, dog. Let him take that. No. We'll go next. I mean, he was. We'll go. No, 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 keep talking. We'll go next. We'll go next. Keep talking. Keep talking. Keep going. Hey, keep going. I'm saying, Jai has not made All Star, so you can't just go from not making All Star. No, 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 no. You don't have to explain to us. Keep going. So I just said he's. They're, they're not keep for going. real. They will make the playoffs. He's not a superstar. I said this year he's a superstar now. Oh, okay. uh, this year okay. he's a superstar now. Okay, I didn't hear that. But I don't. I, that yeah, why I thought I know, he's that. a superstar okay. now. Okay, he has elevated okay. to a superstar okay. status. Yes, that's why I look. I look like wait a minute. Nah, he's, he's super no. Okay, 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 okay. He is. He is superstar status, but they're not going nowhere in the playoffs. They're not making no playoff run because other than job, they have nobody that can take over the game, right? And that'll be their downfall. Now, Memphis is not going to get no free agents to come to Memphis just to play with Ja. They're going to have to draft some and develop and hope, hope somebody be dominant. Can Jaron Jackson be that guy? He's a, he's a talented big, can shoot the three. But you got to be consistent in dominating this league. And I think that's the piece that they're missing. 
So to be a contender in the West, you need something else other than John on a consistent basis. Right. I'm going to hit you with the foul. Okay. First of all, these dudes, first of all, the, the biggest thing that's on their side is they're young. That's number one. They're young, they're talented, but also they are aggressive. And you're going to need guys to be aggressive in the playoffs. And I re- listen, they're just working through the kinks right now winning these games. But by the time they get to that, 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 that playoff, I think they're going to be ready. Because guess what? At the end of the day, people have injuries. People don't come to play every night. And Memphis is one of these teams where you sit there and just think it's going to be about Ja. This, where, this is where those guys who are getting that playing time now is going to have to step up. And I think a good thing is with helping them is Steven Adams. He done been in big games. He understands what's going on. He done been in playoffs a couple of times. And I think that's going to help them getting over. And I think coaching now with that team, and they brought back that same unit, I think the coach – he knows what he has. He's got to make sure that he's locked in mentally and they're locked in mentally. And I think Jar is a great leader, so he's going to be locked in. And I think that is what's going to lift them in that playoffs because nobody going to want to see them. Nobody going to want to see them at a, by 82-game season. And if these guys are not injured and they're still fresh and Jar's still fresh, it's going to be hard to beat them. I think they can make a playoff run. Really, we know who the top dog, Phoenix, is the top one of the top dogs. We say Golden State. But Ja gave Jordan State them all they can handle. Excellent. You know what I'm saying? They gave them all they can handle. So really right now, to me personally, to me personally, I think the West is open. It is. It's open. And I do think, and I do think mm-hmm. Memphis got a chance, depending on the seating, if they can get through that first round, they can cause a problem for somebody down the road. They're gonna cause they're gonna cause somebody some heartache. But I do think they got a chance to make a run. If if do they have a chance to win a championship? I just think it depends on the seedings and who knock who out early on. That's that's a big thing. Like you say, the Lakers, we don't know they're dysfunctional. Man, nobody kept. Man, no, no, I'm just saying the Lakers are dysfunctional. You got, you got, you like, like Jan just said with with, with, with with Golden State, they need bigs. Yeah. And they need their bigs healthy. Now, Phoenix, they more, you know, they monotone. They they moving along. They consistent. They, they consistent, they moving along. You got Utah there. If they can just get over the hump and, and win games that they need to win. You know what I'm saying? If that if that three ain't hitting, Rudy Gobert and all them other boys, they got to get it done when they're shooting twos. So it's a lot. It's a lot of things out there. I just think depending on the seedings, I think that's how I think that's how far Memphis can go depending on their seedings. So you think they make top three? They can if they can maintain what they're doing. Now, if 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 they start losing face and just hearing the noise from everybody, tell them how good they are, and they lose focus, then that's a whole different ball game. Yeah. But if they can stay focused and continue to do what they got to do, Ja continue to lead the team and continue to perform every night, and those other guys look at what he's doing and come with him, yeah, I think they can get the top three. But, I mean, you got they got to stay locked in. But the coach got to keep them locked in as well. Man, I don't know what you're talking about. First of all, Ja is a superstar, superstar player, playing at MVP level. Took his level game even another notch, even though he hurt his knee mid mid earlier this season. He's even got even better as the season going on. Um, a lot of people say, "Oh, they you know they won they won without." Him. Yes, they did win without them. But if you watch the teams they were playing when they won without them, it wasn't really a great collective list of great teams they were beating. The last eleven games that they beat, they beat the Brooklyn Nets, they beat the um, the, the the Warriors. They beat every. They beat all the top teams, and they're the only team that has beaten all three of the top three seeded teams 
in the East and in the West on their home floor. Nets, Suns, and the Warriors. So they've already beat the Warriors twice. Right? So, man, listen. They they can be for real. Do I think they're going to win the championship? No, because I feel like even though Jaron Jackson is playing well, Dylan Brooks hasn't really played yet. Right? He's played one game. Twister Zanke's been out. The cohesive unit hasn't played as a unit yet to see what they can do if they put it all together. But I do feel like they have the talent going down the, the road with one more star. Maybe no, maybe one more star, maybe not. Here's the thing about teams like Memphis and some of the other teams. Sometimes they're not built to win three or four or five championships, but they can build one. Yeah. They can build, they can win one and they have the time to win one. And I love what they're doing. I think their bench is playing well. They do need a couple more sh- shooters to help out with Ja. Um, but man, I mean, they are, they're fearless, they're young, they're athletic. Yeah. And they got a player who's, who is, who is literally stepping on the floor and showing people outside of last night that he's the best, he may be the best player in the NBA. He is putting it out there that he wants to be the best player in the NBA. Yeah. Without doubt. He's going out every player. He went out LeBron with it. He went LeBron and the Lakers with the same mentality. He went the same thing with the Warriors. He did the same thing with um, Brooklyn. I mean, he went down the court. I sold, I sent that clip to y'all when he went down the court and banged it. Yeah. I mean, quick, he is putting the league on notice. I am the best player in the NFL. I mean, excuse me, in the NBA. We watch the NFL, so, so I'm, I'm staying there, my bad. But he's, he's trying to put out that he's the best player in the NBA, and it may not be true. Yeah. What Giannis is doing right now, people are forgetting about what Giannis. What Giannis yeah. is doing is incredible. Yep. What Embiid is doing is incredible. Right, and you know what LeBron is doing, what other players are doing. Steph did early in the season. You got to give those guys credit. But this young man right here. <laughs> yeah, John Ballin, though. You I love him. what the Grizzlies are doing. And whether they can't bring – listen, hopefully they may not be able to bring the top-tier free agents to Memphis because I don't know if we've all been to Memphis. <laughs> I've been there a few times in my life. I, I, I've had, a, I had a, 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 another um, – Spent spent a, a a moment of my life in Memphis, and I I agree. If they're not going to play for the Memphis Tigers, college wise, <laughs> people are not trying to come to Memphis. But from a talent standpoint, what they're getting out, what they have, and how they re, how they're drafting, how they sign the right free agents, if they can bring in one guy who can come in, and maybe they can make a trade for um. For um the the kid out of uh, the bra with the with the um what I say the yeah with the Trailblazers, Dane? No, not Dane. McCollum. Maybe they can bring CJ in there. That might be because they need you know guy who can handle the ball, who can shoot the ball, who can shoot, who can start. Um, until Dylan Dylan gets back going, something of that nature, right? Because Bane is good, but I'm not sure if he's see he's not a CJ, he's not McCollum. Excuse me, he's not McCollum's um uh, talent. He's not at his level. Now he can bring that in there. If he can do that, they have something. They need to make a move. They need to make a move, so we'll see. But I love what they're doing. I love the way they play defense. They play hard. They're, I mean, they're, you know, they're, even where, where they divide from, from talent, they play hard and they play aggressive. And I love it. So, man, listen, I enjoy them watching them. They need to be on TV a lot more. And I told y'all. About Memphis and the Grizzlies. I told you about the Memphis Grizzlies and about John Moran. Thanks. I told you about John Moran two years ago. Yeah, oh, yes. And you Thanks. didn't tell me. 
I told everybody. Facts. I knew about John. He, he called him. He said he's he going to be the best player in that draft. Uh, the best player in the draft. He called it. I said the talent was going to be there. And listen, man, the guy, the kid has it all. And the thing about it, he, he, the ball's in his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, let me ask you a quick question before we get out of here, because that was one of our last topics. But before we get out of here, there's been a lot of things. We talked about Ben Simmons. We know what's going on with Ben Simmons, and we we, we get in there. But there's been other trade talks. Mm-hmm. What team right now you see? Because they're almost they're half they're halfway through the season. Yeah. What trade would you like to see for whatever team you that you think needs a trade right now to move forward? Lakers need a whole bunch of trades. But give me a trade right now. I'm going to start with you with this one. Give me a trade that you think a team needs to make right now to ascend to that next level. Hmm. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a good one. I think the Lakers need to, I don't know nobody going to take them. I think they need to go ahead and move on from Westbrook and find them a point guard, a legitimate point guard that can get them 10 to 15 points a night. And and not turn the ball over in, in crunch mm-hmm. time. I think the Lakers need a trade. I think Dame and Portland that ain't working out. I think I think McCullough, like you said, might need to go to Memphis. They need to work something out the way he can go to Memphis, and that give him another guy who who, who you know that can give you twenty or thirty points in a night. You know, with with Ja. I think those those two. That I think they need to make something going. I, I and beat them. I just think they stuck. I just think they, they waited too long. I think nobody's going to take Simmons to trade, move on from him. And I just think they just stuck with him. But I think the Lakers need to make a trade, and I think Memphis need to make a trade to get that guy to who can get you, get you like 15 to 20 or 20 to 25 a night to help job. And I think they'll be fine. Yeah, I think Memphis need to make that trade too. Yeah. I, I think they're a contender type of team or yeah. a team that can make that, that change that can help. What about... What about what about okay? So we said Memphis, and that is that is one. What about Brooklyn? Because their inside is so thin, man. But you know what, what could they do to make a make a change that can that you feel like can maybe take them to that level? That I next think level? Brooklyn would be fine if Kyrie play every day. But that's the thing, Brooklyn. I mean, Kyrie's not going to going to pay that six to eight thousand, bro. It's peanuts to you. <laughs> Just go and pay the six to eight. It's peanuts. I, I think you know. Here's the thing. I, I think that it has to be more than that. Because, because if, it, if it was just that easy, like if it was that, that easy, I think he would have been paid it. Yeah, he'd have been. He would have already. Kyrie would have paid it. Kyrie said, "Let's take it out my contract and move forward." And the it's got to be like bigger that, than that. It's got to yeah, be something, something else. It can't. It just must not be that simplistic. You're right. And you can be like, "All right, let me go pay the sixty-eight thousand, and you can play." I heard Jay Williams say something about it, but I feel like it has to be bigger than that. Cause, cause Otherwise, they would already they would have done it, and they, and they know they need him. Yeah, they know they need. They're him. a different team when he's on the floor. Yeah. I don't know who they can trade though. Who, who you gonna trade? Nobody want uh, um, no pieces. They don't have nobody. Yeah. Damn, Look, no Lamarcus. Uh, they don't want him. I mean, what about perfect, want, perfect world? I would call Indiana go get Miles Turner. You need a but, big, who you, but who you, you gonna give big, up? Yeah, I'm saying you just don't have the piece. Young, I'm sure Indiana gonna want young pieces back. Yeah, it's just you need a big inside like a shot block, and I think Miles Turner gives you that. And he can score. A little and bit. he can he can shoot the three. Yeah, you don't want him shooting the three, but he can score. Yeah, but yeah, they don't have the pieces. But if I'm if 
Boston, I'm blowing that whole team up. You think you think get rid of them now? I would. Right now. Right now. I would. Get rid of who? Miles Turner? Yeah. Oh, you guys they, they go. You blow, that, you blow that whole thing up. Yeah, what's my He'll be a big piece no, of contender. Boston. Boston. Boston, blow that up. Who? Who you going to get rid of, though? Jalen Brown. Tatum is, I think, the franchise leader of the team, the face of the team. I will give up Jalen Brown. No. You I got think. to. You ain't got nothing else. It, I think Jalen Brown's the better player. He may be the better player. I'm sorry. I, like, I don't, teams don't want to play know faces Key, of a team. I know Key loves Tatum. Tatum's not better than Jason. Jason they got to give up Brown. one of them, dog. Because Tatum is, Tatum is not. Tim, Tatum, is to me, is the issue. They they struggling. Bad. I don't care if he lifts race fifty times over. <laughs> Tatum is not Tatum is the issue. Tatum is not playing at the level they should be playing at. Yeah. Like I think gotta, it's Tatum's the one who really honestly is holding them back. So if you move Tatum, who who you get for Tatum though? You're gonna get a ransom. You gotta get a superstar type talent. But you're not you never gonna get dollar for dollar. Maybe you can get Dane. I don't even think Paul. Then it'd be too small though. They're already small. But you, Al Horford on this last leg. He Dame be at the one. You at least have Dame at the one. But see, you need more than that. Well, Williams, well, Williams can play the five. They're they, they gonna have to get a better bench. That's their problem. They don't have no bench. Outside, outside of outside of that starting five, that bench is hard. That bench, that, yeah, I, I think. A bench. Yeah, yeah. Got to build one. Yeah, you got to build a. Yeah, yeah. Boston, they they look like some badoodles. Straight up, they, 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 I expected bad, more bro. from them with, them, bad, with that five. They bad, you know, bad, even bro. though Short ain't the greatest point guard in the world, but I mean, he can shoot. He okay. You know what I'm saying? Marcus Smart, give you, you, good, you. Marcus Smart give you good defense. Yeah. He hit a couple of threes there. They got enough team to not they be in the, team not to be in the cellar dweller like they are. No, they're in the 11th spot. That, that's they should not be in the 11th spot, though. They should. When you got two dynamic scores, Marcus Smart giving you defense, Schroeder giving you 15, 17. They just don't have they, they they front court not giving them much. Nah, and that's the, the problem. I mean, he the rim protector, but outside he's just of that, a role player. Yeah, he's, a role he's just player. an active role player. Yeah, I would somehow figure out, bro, go get Miles Turner, and I think that can help them give them that inside presence to change. Atlanta's another one. <laughs> that's all I was saying. Atlanta's, Atlanta's another one. Right? They need to do something. Disappointing. The reddish trade is it ain't pushing the needle, but they need to make like like a big splash. Because for whatever reason, it's just not working, bro. I, I, All them forwards that they got, it's just not working. Do you think? Do you think? Oh boy, them water down the team. Who? Uh, Macmillan. Macmillan. Or they just not listening to him? Or or is it is it is it a situation where that he needs to open up and run more and do what he needs to do as to. Man, like I think they all should run more. They got a young team. Like, yeah. fuck, damn, they have the team under 25. Yeah. But when you got a log jam of forwards, yeah, to tr- the trade for Reddish to get him to New York and bring back Knox, you're still trading a forward for a forward. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, right, it's not going to help the situation. No good. Yeah. But when you got, we having the, the cat number three, I forgot his name. He had Donovich. a great. No, yeah, Donovich number 13, I think it is. Oh, you talking about um, oh the redhead kid? Yeah, I know you talking about. Yeah, him. They just not having the greatest year they had last Herbert. year. Herbert. Yeah, they just not having a greater year that they had. Well, they, last here's year. the problem. Here's the problem. <laughs> here's, and I, I think I talked about this yesterday. Actually, we had this conversation. Yeah. About them, and here's the issue. Herbert is on the payroll. They 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 extended him this past year. The game extension. So you have Herbert extension, Collins. Um, 
Um, of course, Trey Young. Did Hunter get paid too? And and I mean Hunter. Is it Hunter? Yeah, no, no, no. Hunter DeAndre Hunter is still on the on the uh, rookie contract deal. on the rookie deal. But you still you have Herbert. Herbert, I think, was the reason why he's a late draft pick. So they had him, and then they had Bojanovic. Bojanovic is still is still on it. The, they signed him for his initial deal that he came to the team before before they thought he was going to go to the uh, Milwaukee Bucks. Bucks. Um, but the problem is, is that and we had this conversation. All those guys I'm talking about are like a hundred million dollar deals, sixty, seventy million to a hundred million dollars. You can't trade them. You had to trade Cam Reddish because he's still on one of those rookie deal. So the money made it out, and it made sense. But man, bro, like I look at the team, and it's not winning. They're not playing winning basketball. They're not playing good basketball. So it can't be the coach because they kept the coach who who they played well under in the second half of the season. So it's now it has to be just a combination of players. Now, I know they didn't want to keep Collins. But he's out of bounds. Nah, he's out of bounds, bro. Yeah, he's already out of bounds. Sorry, we're talking on the mic, folks. We're watching the game, but he was out of bounds. I don't know why. He threw it thinking like, yeah, I'm in bounds. He's out of bounds. Um, but they kept Collins in that, that logic, but oh, there's no way. There's no way in this whole level that you're gonna make a trade Collins with that contract. You can trade him to to the um uh, to the um Sixers, but then Sixers want two players going. And they don't want to take that contract. And the contract is ridiculous, bro. It's too ridiculous for anything else. So I don't think anything else comes out of there. Uh, so it is what it is. So it's just too much, man. It's just too much overall. And I don't think the Hawks can do anything out of it. They realize his arm is out of bounds. It doesn't matter if it's wasn't. His arm's out of bounds. You can't throw the ball with your arms out of bounds. Does mean the ball got touched out of bounds? His arm. Now they're gonna let him have it. Wow, wow, folks. We were actually yeah, we're talking about this game, but that I can't believe they did. He challenge that? He didn't. Oh wow. Okay. Well, well, well. All right. Anyway, so yeah, I don't see what the Hawks can do. They just stuck. They're stuck with all those contracts because they can't trade them out. And and I think the the Collins deal is only five years. Like no, like three or four years. Four years, a hundred million. He ain't going nowhere. So it is what it is, man. They're going to have to figure it out. But the Hawks, yeah, they need a trade. But they're the bottom seller anyway. So I'm talking about a contending team. <laughs> nah, they're not a contending team. I would like to see Dallas make a move. Hmm. You know, Porzingis is nice. They need a big. Like they, Porzingis don't want bang. Man, right? he don't even want to be there. Right. So, I mean, he he playing second fiddle to uh, Luca. Luca. Now Miles Turner be good for him too. They need so, uh, like a physical presence inside yeah. that can allow Porzingis to stay on the perimeter, which he wants to do. Yeah, you don't so, want bang. You don't want to get down. So there. Dallas could make a move. They're sitting like thinking the five right now, um, but I think Dallas could be an interesting, interesting piece to kind of you know send some stuff off. They got the boy Brunson. He's yeah, nice. He playing. He playing pretty good. He nice. That could be a, a trade chip, right? Dallas could be interesting in the market. Yeah, it's gonna be. Interesting. It could be. It could be. But we'll see, though. It's going to be interesting, man. We'll see. We'll see eventually. All right, fellas, man. We're about to get out of here, folks. We're about to get out the, get out your heads, get out this the door, done with the uh, – and watch some of this playoffs football for a couple of minutes, man. So, Ray, man, give me your last thoughts when we get out of here. 
Great show, man. We got a lot of things in, in 22. Just, you know, stay glued to us, man. We, we got a lot of things we're going to push out. Uh, we thank everybody for supporting us and another good show in the books, man. Hey, man. Yeah, keep riding with us. You know, we're going to come through with some new things. We got we got, got a great thing going on today. Got some new ideas and, you know, you're going to see us coming even better next year. This year, actually, than what we was coming in, in the last couple of years. So keep rocking with us. Yeah, folks, man. Listen, it, it was it's, it's, it was a great show today, and man, we about to get here and watch some of this football, so we can enjoy some things, uh, man. But yo, man, uh, keep paying attention what we got going on. We got a lot of things coming in the nearby future. All right, Ray, man, take us out of here, bro. Yep. <laughs> Show where my heart is headed And if you left me now I know I'll far regret it Told you once, tell you twice That I'm indebted But I can't waste no time You know my time is precious Hey, hit up Eliante for that diamond necklace Hey, tell me you don't need shit Girl, and I respect it Ooh, I'm on the road too much Shit kinda hectic Telling you what's on my mind Don't use my thoughts as leverage Hey, I've been traveling around these crossroads Hey, gotta compromise some shit But that's a small toll Hey, Crazy when we first met, we was lost souls. But I know I gotta grow. I lace my bitch in the best. Give her designer sex. If I fucked up, I'm sorry. His 50 racks for the stress. Not easy to impress. Always wonder what's next. I go as deep as I can and make her shake like Torrance. And say, love it.